0: Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit. Today we're talking about being thankful even in difficult seasons. Now with the holidays coming, Thanksgiving is actually this week here in America and then Christmas is coming right after that. And I just wanna speak today to the woman who may be finding it hard to be thankful for really anything in your current season of life. Like maybe you're looking around and you're just like, everybody is celebrating Thanksgiving and they're thankful and grateful. And I just feel like I really have nothing to be thankful for. There have been many times in my life when I was in a really dark place for one reason or another and having a really, really difficult time. And I'll be honest, I've thought to myself, I have nothing to be thankful for. Like all I see is the struggle, the difficulty, the challenges, the pain. That was all I could see. I know that sometimes your pain can be so big that it blocks everything else in your life. I've been there. It can overshadow all of the things that you could be thankful for if you were seeing things through the correct lens. But I'm not faulting you at all. Like I said, I've been there. I know what it's like to be in that place where you can't see anything else but the disappointment or the hard, whatever that is for you. So that's what we're talking about on today's episode. I'm so excited that you found it. I'm glad that you're here. Let's dive right in. I remember past holidays where I truly felt empty. Like there was a void. I was so unfulfilled. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was just carrying so much bitterness, so much hurt, so much anger. I was so jaded. And I let this thing, this circumstance color my entire world. Like one year in particular, when we were trying to conceive, I remember sitting in church thinking, I have nothing to be thankful for. Like the pastor was preaching on a grateful series, a thankful series, whatever it was. And I just remember sitting there and thinking, there is nothing that I'm thankful for. Like right now, I can't think of anything. But from the outside looking in, it was so much easier for other people to see blessings in my life. I was married to my high school sweetheart. We both had steady jobs with consistent incomes. I was teaching, which had always been a dream of mine. And I don't know if anybody remembers this or knows this, but around 2010, 2011, it was very hard to get a teaching position. I went the first year after graduation, just filling in sub positions because there was literally no teaching positions available. So I was an elementary school teacher at the time doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. We have family that lives in the same town as us, which is something that I've always taken for granted unknowingly. We were healthy. There were just, there were so many things to be thankful for. And that's not even getting into the basics like clean water, food, lights, a warm house, vehicles for transportation. You know These things that we, most of us have in America, most, I'm saying most but that people in other parts of the world don't have. So those things are literally blessings, but I didn't want to focus on any of that. That was the problem because I felt like I had to hold on to this unfairness. I had to hold on to this hurt or else in my mind, it would no longer be valid. That's what I thought. I thought if I let go of this hurt, if I shifted my perspective for a moment and even tried to focus on something else, then this hurt would be justified. And that's simply not true. What I needed that I didn't know that I needed at the time was time and space to let the feelings be. I needed to feel those feelings, not just hold on to them and try to keep it together and putting my best face forward and my best foot forward and basically putting on the show for everybody. Now, if you listen to some of my story, you know that when we were trying to conceive, we didn't tell people. I didn't tell a lot of people because it was hard for me to... Well, it would have been hard for me to tell them over and over, you know, no, we're not pregnant again. We're not pregnant again. Because I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know that it would ever be a possibility. I can link below to that episode. I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but I'll link it below if you haven't heard that part of my story with trying to conceive. But these people had no idea what I was going through. The people in my life, the teachers at work, the people that went to my church, some of my family didn't even know. And so... We feel like that we have to keep it all together and put on this mask and put on the show like we're doing okay. And on the inside, we're barely keeping it together. Like we're falling apart. Things are a disaster for whatever reason. We are hurting. We are in pain. We are not okay. So the first thing that you have to do, the first thing you need to do is give yourself the space to let it out, whatever that means. It could be as simple as writing down how you're feeling You may underestimate that, but I promise you there is so much power about just getting it. Like There's something about getting it out of your head or your heart and onto paper. You can burn the paper. You can shred it into a thousand pieces after you write whatever you need to write, but you can't hold back here. You can't keep this in any longer. This is the first step. And I'll never forget the day that I actually wrote it all down. Like, I was shocked. I was like, whoa, where did all of that come from? Like, this is not the side of Casey that everybody knows. This is not the nice teacher, the nice kindergarten teacher who leads worship on Sunday mornings. But you can't move on. You will not be able to kind of focus on anything else until you get that out. You've got to start to heal and let yourself be okay with not being okay. Like, that's the first step is maybe saying it out loud. Like, I'm not okay. Tell a close friend, tell a close family member, your spouse, a best friend, somebody you can trust, somebody you can talk to, tell them, I'm not okay. And I don't really know what that means right now. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm not okay. And I'm dealing with some stuff. I'm going through some stuff and I'm not okay with this particular thing. Because you're not okay. You know you're not okay, but maybe you just haven't admitted it to yourself. Maybe you haven't said it out loud to anybody. Maybe nobody knows what you're going through. But what are you actively doing about that? You can't just sit in it. You can't just sit there because you're going to stay stuck and you're going to be feeling and thinking the same thing a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And what's going to happen is that hurt, that pain, that disappointment, the unmet expectations, whatever it is, is going to get deeper. It's going to be deeper rooted, more deeply rooted. The bitterness, the resentment, all of those things are going to grow. So I beg you to please feel it, process it, whatever you need to do. Maybe that does look like starting therapy. Maybe have a few sessions, some counseling. And then you have to move on, okay? Because staying stuck in that hurt and pain is only going to hurt you more. And it's also affecting everybody else around you. You think that you're putting on a good face. You think you have this, you you have a good show going on, but but people see through that. We don't think people can see through that, but people see it. People know when something's up. People know when we're not feeling and living our best, as cliche as it sounds, our best life. Like you deserve to live your best life, the be the best version of yourself. Okay, so that's the first thing that you kind of have to do is get it up and get it out. Like Whatever it is, say it, get it out, however you need to do that maybe this season is just hard due to a loss that you recently faced or a loss you faced years ago, but maybe it it feels fresh. Like when the holidays come around, it feels fresh all over again. The holidays trigger many things for many people. So whatever the reason is that you're finding it hard to be thankful, just be honest with yourself say it out loud, write it down. That's the first step to being thankful in hard seasons. Be honest about what you're dealing with and get it out. Do not let it stay in your thoughts. That may look like literally saying it out loud. It's not fair that this happened. Or I wish that whatever applies to your situation, whatever it is. Once you've given yourself some time and space to do this and get really real with yourself, the next step is to start small. And I know This is not what you want to hear, but if you're listening to this episode, then I'm assuming you want some help here, so I need for you to stay with me. Do not stop listening. Don't exit out here. This is important. I know that you don't see it right now, and you don't feel like it, but I want for you to just try this, okay? I want you to choose one thing to focus on to be thankful for every day. Maybe it's the same one thing until you can start to recognize more than one thing in your life. I didn't know this until recently, but the word gratitude actually comes from the Latin word, I'm probably butchering this, gratia, gratia, but it means grace or graciousness. And I thought that was so interesting because gratitude literally means grace or graciousness. And for me, that looks like for yourself or for others around you. Now, I did a little bit of research here. The ADAA, which is the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, great resource, by the way, says, and I quote, scientific research supports a connection between gratitude, mindfulness, and mental health. For instance, psychologist Dr. Robert A. Emmons and Dr. Michael E. McCullough studied gratitude and found that people who wrote about the things they were grateful for are people who are more optimistic and who feel better about their lives. Is that not what you want? Is that not why you tapped into this episode? Is that not why you're listening right now? So you either want it or you don't. Science and research is telling you this is how you can feel more optimistic about your life. This is this will make you feel better. So do you want it or do you not want it? Because if you want it, this is what you have to do. Past president of the ADAA, Karen Cassidy, confirms that over 15,000 studies have proved the power of gratitude in improving mental and physical health. In short, gratitude can lead to better overall health. And who doesn't want to feel better? You do. You may not believe that you do. You may not feel like it, but you do. That is what you want. So again, stay with me here. Don't tune out, okay? I want you to try to zoom out, okay? Imagine if you press pause on your life right now and you zoomed out like a security camera somewhere, but we're looking at your entire life. You will have to use your mind here, your intellect to bring to mind what you know to be true, even if you don't feel it in your heart, okay? Because you're not going to feel it, but you have to bring to mind what you know to be true intellectually. What do you know? And as you zoom out, I want you to look around your life, look outside of yourself and notice what's there that you may be thankful for. Maybe you should be being thankful for that you haven't noticed until now. And you may want to start to write these things down or type them into the notes app on your phone. It may be slow, but this is going to start to shift your perspective just try it, okay? Promise me, promise yourself, you're going to try it. We're going to zoom out. We're going to look around ourselves, look outside of ourselves and see what is there to be thankful for. One thing, one thing every single day. And like I said, it can be the same thing until you start to notice more. Another thing you can do, which seems obvious, but is rarely our first, well, my, my first option. I won't speak for anybody else, but Prayer hasn't always been the first thing that I turn to or think to do. Like, we just convince ourselves, kind of like self-care, that it doesn't matter. It's not really going to make a difference. Like, is it really going to matter that I pray and ask this thing? And it does. It actually does. If you're a Christian, if you're a believer of Christ, you're a Jesus follower, you know him, you're his daughter, like you have salvation, then there is power in prayer. And it sounds cheesy. It sounds like your grandma who grew up, like, taking you to Sunday school, but it's true. And it hasn't always been my first go-to. That's not something that I'm proud of. It's been my last resort in many seasons of life, if I'm just being completely honest. Now it's more of a priority. Now it is more in my routine of something that I do throughout my day. But you can simply pray for God to show you your blessings. That's what I've had to do. And you trust that when you do, He's going to reveal these things to you. I like to ask Him to give me eyes to see and ears to hear Him. And so I'm going to be praying that same thing over you. So maybe when you're praying and you say, God, help me to see the blessings in my life. Help me to see something to be thankful for. Just one thing. And God, open up my eyes and open up my ears to hear and see what those things are and what you're trying to show me. Because when you ask and you start to look and pay attention, he's going to show it to you. He is going to move. He is going to speak. Okay? Sometimes in order to recognize our blessings and be truly thankful, we have to, for just a second, take our eyes off of ourselves and take our focus off of this hard thing for just a minute. And again, I know that doesn't feel good. I know that's not what you want to hear. But please hear me when I say that just because you shift your focus momentarily, it does not mean that the pain isn't valid. It doesn't mean that what you're going through is fair or that it's right. It won't justify that person's actions or the loss that you faced. It doesn't make the wrong things right. But I want you to give yourself permission to release that hard thing and the difficult thing just long enough to focus on one thing to be thankful for. We're just going to shift the perspective. Just shift your focus for just a minute. And the more that you can get into the habit of doing this, the more benefits you're going to see in your life. Trust me. Please trust me. I know that you can't see it right now. I know you don't believe it right now. I know you don't feel it right now. But just give it a try and not just one time. You have to do it every day. If you need to, you can set an alarm on your phone. I would do this in the beginning when I wanted to practice more gratitude and thankfulness. And I would set an alarm for a specific time each day. And I would type on the memo whenever the alarm went off, it would pop up onto my phone. What are you thankful for right now? Remember, Reminders become routines. So you're eventually going to make gratitude a habit without even realizing it the more that you do it. And you're going to live in the benefits of more gratitude, feeling healthier, feeling better about life, a more positive outlook. And you want that. You don't think that you want it. You may not realize that you want it. Or maybe you do. But for me, it was like, I didn't even want that. I didn't want that because I would rather sit in this pain, and this hard Because I felt like letting go of it meant that it would somehow be justified, that it would somehow make it okay. And that's not what that means. It can be both. You have to actually put this into practice. Nothing is going to change if nothing changes. You won't magically become grateful or thankful in the middle of your hard season. It's going to require you to take action. But you can start small. It's okay to start small. Don't number your paper one to 50 and try to come up with 50 things every single day. That sounds nice in theory, but it's probably not something that you can sustain or keep up with. And why do we underestimate the power of starting small? The power of one, one thought, one intentional thought about what you're thankful for right now, regardless of the season you're in. I promise you, if you do this, it has the possibility to radically transform your life. And I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it, if I didn't know that it was true because I've seen it in my own life. I know this works. I'm thankful for you and I'm glad that you're here. I hope you enjoy your holidays. I pray this was helpful for you and that it encouraged you. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Hey It's Kaysen. I would be super thankful if you would rate and review the podcast as well. That is so huge in helping more moms find the podcast and be able to hear episodes just like this one. So Thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holidays, mama. And I will talk to you soon.